Okay, guys. I am here with my daughter Chandler. Um, last week, I'm going to just, this is going to be a quick one. It's not going to be a really big one. This, um, I'm just kind of adding this in here because she just sat down and started telling me a story about something that just kind of blew my mind. My daughter last week, Tressa, told me about her friend, Lily, had a really bad experience at, at a park here that we have called Ricketts Glen. It is a very, very highly wooded uh, state park where you can go up. There's a big lake there. You can swim. Yeah, you could, there's waterfall trails. It's just beautiful. It's really well known around our area. And lo and behold, Chandler sat here and told me she was just up at Ricketts Glen. And I didn't know about Tressa. You know, she didn't know anything about <laughs> Tressa's know. friend having this experience. And she just sat down and started um, telling me about an experience she just had at Ricketts Glen. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. So apparently something has moved in up there because I've never heard of anybody else that I know of having problems up at this state park. I'm sure they've been around, but this is crazy. So I'm going to get her. I want... Yeah, I want. Really? Yeah, she's she's not used to doing this, so bear with her. Um, so um, she's here with me, and she's gonna tell you what happened to them on this this hike they just went on. Okay, take All it right. from here. So, um, on May sixth was Paul's birthday, and me, him, and our dog Violet, and his brother Justin, and our good good friend Tim went out to Ricketts Glen, and they don't know, but Justin and Tim don't know about it. Like, they don't know that we felt this or anything like that. So it's basically just a me and Paul interaction. It's yeah. always just me and Paul feeling stuff. Now, Paul and um, Chandler are avid hikers, and they love yeah. to hike and, you know, do all that camping and stuff. And their okay. dog, just to give you a visual, she is a big husky dog. And, you know, we all know that, I don't know if you guys all know, but I know of a lot of disappearances where people have, where they have dogs and there's, there's a yeah, lot, I don't know if you know, know that, but there's, yeah. people think they have a dog and it protects them no, and no, it doesn't. Violet, when I have her, it actually kind of scares me sometimes because if something were to like, I don't know, tease me with her or something mm -hmm. like, like my heartstrings are like going to go out like, I don't know. It's, it's almost like a liability. It's like a kid, you know what Yeah. I mean? like, you feel like you have to protect her. scared. Yeah. Okay. Cause, um, well, so we were, we were, we were going down. And we weren't even five minutes in. Mm -hmm. And I had a voice in my head tell me to stay back. I said, the voice in my head told me to stay in the very back of the pack behind all the guys. And I took my gun with me because I just purchased my first, mm -hmm. like, really good handgun. And it's a nine millimeter. And I was like, well, this is a good time in case, like, we run to a bear. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's Ricketts Glen. It's, it's pretty wooded. You know, you're in the woods. And so I... Something told me you have to stay in the back. You're protected. You're guarded. Because she's a she's a she's a devout Christian. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she like, yeah something light on the lighter side was making you feel yeah that. like my like my the fact that I had my cross on the fact that I was like I had my gun on me like it was just like something was telling me that right now at this very per, like point in time that your energy and everything about you is that you're you're guarded you're stronger and and so, it said that you were stronger and that you, they. That they would take the weaker ones. Well, that's what... So, later down, we were... I didn't tell anybody about this. But, you know, the guys were like, why are you, like... Why are you taking so long to come up? And, you know, it was really weird, though. As soon as I entered the park, I had no issues. As soon as I entered the park, like, two minutes later, I got really, really bad cramps. Really bad cramps, like, in my stomach. And I was like, I need to go take some of That was really weird. Because I, had like, wasn't experiencing any issues. Also, as soon as I got there, boom. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, okay. you said you also felt that hum. Yeah. So this is later. So okay. So Paul, we were like halfway through the hike, and then Paul looks at me and he goes, "I feel uncomfortable." And he goes, "I don't know. I've just been feeling and like sensing weird stuff." And I was like, 
I know, me too. Wow. You know, and he just like he, we always connected with that stuff. Like it, it doesn't take very long for him to start saying something, and then I'll add on. Well, I marvel at you and, two because you two are always so in sync. Like, yeah, you'll think something and not know he's feeling it, or you'll exactly. feel it, and then he'll like come to you later and say, or vice versa, yeah, and say, "I'm not." You're both. You both feel and think stuff at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Well, he looked at me, and I didn't even tell him about me staying in the back of the pack. He goes, something came in my head five minutes into us walking, and he goes, something said, I le- I, I'll I take the weak ones. Or I like that to said take it the to Paul. To, it said it to Paul. And it wasn't a good thing that said it. Right. It was like something told him in his head that it'll take the weak ones. Yeah, they're telepathic, and, these, and these entities. And Paul was like... What? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, okay, um, that's a little unnerving, you know? I feel like that. And Violet, a couple times, like, she would, like, look off and stare off in the direction. And I'd be like, and she, she's a hunter. Like, Violet, right. she picks up on something. She smells something. She hones in. So, the fact that she was honing in on nothing, you know, quote, unquote, nothing. Right. It's concerning. She's done that to me a couple of times. And I've seen, uh, she catches on people. We've gone on walks, like, on bike paths and stuff like that. Yeah. And she'll notice people, like, off in the woods before I even do. And I'll look over and I'll just see people walking around. So, she can see wow. and hear things way more better than I can. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, they so, do. There's yeah. Th- I think that's why a lot of the times you hear these stories where... A lot of these um, Sasquatch encounters, Bigfoot encounters, dogman yeah. encounters, they yeah. kill the dogs. Yeah, because they're... And they kill them because they yeah. warn them yeah, and they... Yeah. 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 Well, it, well, it's just... It's a problem. But, um, so we were walking and then I was... We were up at this one waterfall and it was like, I think the second one after the really, really big one. There's like the Gungoya mm-hmm. waterfall and then I think after that's like a Niga or something like that. And we were at that one, all of a sudden in my chest, it was like, like my chest started vibrating and it was like so low, like I couldn't hear it, but I could hear it. Yeah. Like you, it's almost like, you know, like a dog whistle when it goes off. Yeah. It's like that, but really low. It is. And it's, it's like a hum and right. it's like goes through the air and then nobody else picked it up. But I was like, like I could feel it. It's more like you could feel it instead of hear it, but you could feel and hear it if you really paid attention. And it only happened for a little bit. And then I looked at Paul, and then we kept hearing really weird noises. Like, on top mm-hmm. of all this stuff, we were hearing, like, Arr, like weird, like, not normal-ish mm-hmm. noises. Like, it could be explainable, but also at the same time, you're like, that's kind of weird. And we kept hearing these dogs go off, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what? Like, you don't even see any dogs. It was really weird. They like, there's imitate. No dogs. There's no dogs. <laughs> they imitate creatures. They Im- they imitate them to a T. And yeah. that that infrasound is something that can actually it can literally debilitate you. Yeah. Well, and then the the one thing that I kept getting this feeling that there was this big, dark and brown, like hairy thing. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Sasquatch. In the fucking woods. You right. know what I mean? Part of my language. But it was just like, every time I turned around, I would feel like I was going to see something peek above right. a tree. You know, and stare at us. And what really scared me was that there was a point in which that we had to decide whether we were going to go to look for more waterfalls mm-hmm. or we were going to go back to the truck. And then I was sitting there and the guys were like, I don't know, they are just kind of like messing around, moving like some rocks and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I saw this envision of this big, scary, hairy, brown, black thing coming and running at us, screaming. And I had this really, and like, cause usually I'm a pretty confident, like I can usually take some things. I I can, I go through scenarios in my head. Like if this happens, this is what I can do. Right. I had this really, really intense fear that came over me. Yeah. That's never really happened before. I will admit to you, like I had this like 
oh my gosh, like, what if something does come at me like that? Like, what am I going to do? And I got, like, really, really scared. And I said, guys, we're leaving. And then we all got up and left. And then when that happened, I felt like that was, like, a really good decision because Mm -hmm. after that, the feeling of being watched and stuff like that really calmed down. Mm -hmm. And it was really weird because the where we were going to go into was going to, like, we were going to about to, like, go down these stairs Mm -hmm. and, like, we were about to get into some really hiking, trying to get down to more waterfalls. And we were going to be, like, at a less advantage because we were going to be way lower. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really scary. And, um... Well, they... they, they yeah. They project, was... you know, messages, words, all that telepathically. I yeah. think we all have that ability, but it's been <clears throat> hidden from us. Yeah. You know, so we, we pick up one. But that is how they communicate. That hunter that I spoke with, that Victor, he said that mm-hmm. he believes that they can communicate with us telepathically. Yeah. He, he, in fact, he well, knows also it. something. Well, I didn't, I couldn't communicate with them. Like, no, they them, communicate with you. But it wasn't coming. Like, I was, I was actually feeling more like something from a guardian angel or God. Yeah. Trying to tell me, I was also being told, like, don't get off the path. Yeah. If you get off the path, you're gonna get lost, quote unquote, right. lost. Yeah. There's, there's. Uh, it's, it's, it's something kept telling me you're gonna get lost if you leave the path. Lost as in, like, I you can know, walk into another dimension. Like, lost. like that's. What, but it, it kept saying you're gonna get lost. Right. And I was like. Like, it was really lost. Like, it was, like, really hitting you. Like, lost. You're going to get lost. Well, that's what... And that was on our way back. So, like, I didn't feel it down on the way into the waterfalls. Right. But when I made the decision, we have to go back to the truck. Mm Because the guys are, like... Because the the guys are really indecisive. They're, like, I don't know what we're going to do. And I was, like, well, we're going to go back. And then we... Like, usually one of us will redirect the whole group. Yeah. And I made a decision. We're going back. And then I got this message, like, don't don't leave anybody behind right don't go off the path you're going to get lost yeah and then i was like okay that's the it's the point of they call it the point of separation when somebody gets set usually what happens is what's believed is that the infrasound that they do it actually makes people sick it makes you feel ill and that person that they target that gets ill feeling separates himself from the group and that's the person that they either get that person or they might be targeting another person. You know, it's really funny. I got sick. Line, but... I heard the infrasound and I did separate myself from the group. Yep. But you I need did to be get careful. I know. Because I was, I was, I was talking to female. Jesus a lot. That has a lot to do with it. I was talking it. to Jesus a lot. Yep. And I was like, I was, you know, I, I do that a lot when I'm out. Um, I do it too. Also, I felt the same kind of feeling, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't so much I, I could explain it as like maybe there it was like a person more than a than a, like anything that wasn't a person. But you no, know, I was on another walk and I was by myself. Yeah. And I was on Montoursville Beach and when I went back into the thing I felt just being watched really heavily. Yeah. You know. Uh, peeking around. You These know, things trees. are plucking people out of the, out of thin air. They're yeah. just they're that when I was you know, I was talking to Victor, he had said about how he felt that Sasquatch were mostly responsible for the disappearances and aliens. He doesn't think there's much dogmen, but he thinks that it's Sasquatch and aliens, especially aliens. Mm -hmm. And there was a story. I don't know if, um, I just, I just heard this story. I get people that write into me all the time stories. They send me stories or I do interviews and stuff. And there was a, um, uh, a young girl that was standing out in her yard playing at her house. Yeah. And it was a family yard. They had a lot of, they had different kids. Yeah. The father is the, was a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he came out and he, he said he's noticed her staring at this, this spot out over and kind of like where the, you know, where the trees were. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, my, my throat's a little messy. And um, he said that 
he didn't think anything of it. He went went about his business. Yeah. Came back about ten minutes later. She's still standing there, staring at the spot. Ooh, okay. So he, <laughs> yeah, he said he looked at her and he said, "What's wrong? Or what are you looking at? What are you doing?" And she said, "They want me, or he wants me, or it wants me to. It it told me I have to go." Mm. Is what it said. You know. Okay, go ahead. Let me finish this. Mm-hmm. And he said, he, she said, it told me it had to go. And he said, who told you you had to go? And she said, don't you see it? It's standing over there. It's it's an all black figure. Mm. <clears throat> she was the only one that could see it. Mm. Get that? That's that's wacky. Okay, because I think a lot of them you can't see at all. Most of them, most you just don't see them. They're invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, he got really upset. He started to try to get her away. Mm-hmm. And she said, I have to go. It, to- it told me I have to go. Mm. And he started to, to try to push her away. She wouldn't move. He said he couldn't get her to move. He started to drag her away. And as he was dragging her, she said, it doesn't like you. So he said mm. he pointed his gun. He had a rifle. He was holding a rifle or a gun. He pointed his gun at the area she was staring at. <clears throat> and he, he moved her away. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to think how this went so I don't get this wrong. And he took her into the house and he said she fell asleep. She got really sleepy in the middle of the afternoon, which was something she never did. And she woke up and didn't remember a thing. Hmm. She had no recollection of it, which is another problem that people have. And he said after that, his wife and him, (coughs) he said after that, his wife and him would never let their kids play outside alone. In their own backyard, they couldn't even let their kids play outside. You know what's really weird is that when I used to live here up on the balcony... I used to get called out to the hill a lot. I remember. I remember. I used to just go out there. Yep. All the time. You never should have done that. You said the one night the garage light was flickering or something, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I thought dad was out in the garage. Yeah. And I was in here and I peeked my head out and you know what's weird is that I can vaguely remember this and I don't ever have a problem remembering things. Yeah. I, it's you don't have a, a sharp memory of no. it? No. Oh, my God. No, Dad was sitting there, and I, I said that I looked out in the garage because I was wondering where Dad was at because we get late. Yeah. And this is when he was, I think, at his other job when he was doing, like, the day shifts. Yeah. Because I was like, this is getting really late. Dad needs to go to sleep soon. So I peeked my head out, and the garage light was, like, like this bright white. Yeah. Like, it was, you couldn't even see into the garage because it was white. Right. Like, it was, like, a really bright light was just inside the garage. And it was on the seam of the door. Like, the seam of the... Like, if you if you had opened up the door and, like, the garage was, like, full of light and you could see, like, the seam get bigger and smaller. Mm-hmm. I looked down the garage and I saw the white light flicker a couple times and then it just went on. It just went on. Right. Like, it just turned on. One by itself, yeah. And it wouldn't... It, but, like I said, though, you couldn't see anything in the garage. You could just see the light. Right. This bright white light. And so, I was staring at it and I'm, like, sitting there, like... What is going on? I'm like, okay, what is that? And I was like fully conscious. I'm getting more memory about this back because it's been a while. Um, I was like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden I saw the door open up more. That's insane. The door opened up just slightly more. And it's always locked. And, the door's always and I'm locked, like okay. sitting there and there's something was like, you know, like mm-hmm. you get that immediate curiosity of like what's going on. Trying to draw you in. Come on in, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then... What I felt, though, when I was on the... I remember this specifically. When I was on the porch staring at that thing, is that something was going to grab me before I even got to that door. Really? That there was, like, 
creatures or like there's things that were on the walking path right. next to our tree over here and then our right. place said that like basically like the like the surrounding path right to the garage door that something was going to grab me yeah way even before i got to that door that's crazy chan yeah that was really weird and then i shut the door and i went back in the house like Thank i wasn't like in did. a trance like i wasn't feeling anything weird but i definitely and then i talked to dad about i was like were you like in the the garage last night yeah. he's like and then i found out he was like sleeping he was dead asleep and then he said that he went back out there the next day and it was locked there's no light yeah. on. We always keep the garage door locked. And yeah. This was way before we even had any awareness of dogmen or the, oh, like we didn't have way... any true awareness of like, well, you know, even Bigfoot aliens. Like, like you believe in them, but you don't really know that there's well, like thousands of disappearances a year that are going on. The white face thing that we saw all the time. The what? The white face thing that we like. Sort of oh, that. Vampire. Yeah. Oh my God. Like we yeah. don't even know what that was. We was all so three physical. saw it. We all three saw that thing yep. in the first four months of us living here. Nobody yep. told anybody yep. what they saw. <laughs> no. Everybody said, hey. It looked like a vampire. It looked like a weird vampire. And you said you saw it, and I kept seeing it like in my head. Yeah, and I was—it like, was pressed up against my window in my car. That's so terrifying. It's terrifying. The but van. You know what's really weird though is that the night that I remember the night specifically that you wouldn't let me go take out the trash because of the creature in the backyard. Or yeah, whatever. I was. I was, I was aware of it. Then. I was so mad. I was like, I should be able to take out the trash for my. I mom. remember that. Do you remember that? Yes, night? and you insisted on. And taking I said, the trash I want to take out the trash. I said, this is ridiculous. I'm scared of a stupid thing out in mm-hmm. the backyard because I can't even take out my trash because you can hear it like running around the yard. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard it. Like I remember being on Just the balcony. Just for all you guys to understand the picture <laughs> here, um, when we take out our trash, it's like a, it's like about like a, block. a block away from yeah. our house. Like our, our, our yard is way it's far right away outside. and then there's this garage that looks like a house and then yeah. behind the house there's like you go up a path kind of and then there's like the the area where we we put it way far away from the house so when she says she had to take out the trash she means she's got to walk like a block and a half away from the house in the, the pitch black in the when we're all seeing this vampiric looking creature in our minds or just seeing it yeah, you, you know? guys saw it. I saw it's like body, and I heard it. Yeah, it's there's. It's just there's so much about that because like when we first moved in, I kept seeing this thing that had it was like the crimson chin jaw. Yeah, it was really elongated, really long, really, yep. really. It almost really looked like a scream mask yes. with teeth. Yes, it was crazy but like looking. The, but his forehead was really big, you know, mm-hmm. and his eyes really like sharp. Yeah, it wasn't totally him. like that. It was, but it had that white, like that real distorted. Yeah. To me, it reminded me, and he was very tall, yes. elegantly dressed with an all black, black, almost like a black yep. trench coat. Yes, all black. Yep. He looked like a he looked, and he was very calm. He was very still, and he yeah. just was observ- like almost like waiting. Yeah, well, you know. Do you remember the? Okay, do you remember the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Do you remember when the guy put on the paint? Because he was invisible. Yeah. That's how white he was. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's and it that's was really exactly white. Exactly how white he was. Right. And that's how I saw him. And Me too. Razor sharp teeth. Razor sharp like, teeth. Like jaws. Yep. Like te- like sharp yep. teeth. That's how I saw him. And they him. were kind of like bloody. He moved his head like I was out cleaning the van. I I told you guys to my listeners. I told you guys this story in and probably I don't know the first few episodes I put up here. I did tell about the story just from my perspective. So, yeah. but it was um. I was out in the van cleaning it, and and I looked over and I saw it move its face into my window, and it fr- and then all of a sudden I felt this this light come into the van. Yeah, you told Remember, me I thought it was Meemaw. Grandma. Yeah, Meemaw. But now it might have been Grandma. 
No, because I, I feel, I felt in my soul, it was my grandmother that came yeah. in, sat down in the van, yeah. and she was smiling at me, and she was just there to protect me. Yeah. And I remember turning around, and I said, well, hello, Grandma. Aww. And I was like, and I knew it was her. Yeah. I was like, it's Grandma. Yeah, yeah with, the, you know? with that thing, I, I had basically two good experiences with that thing, is that I was on the balcony. I was always on the balcony. Well, and the balcony to, was off your room. I, yeah, and I used to stand out there for a while and just, like, watch the stars and stuff like that, and I heard this thing. I heard, like, a shingle on the yeah. roof. Like, I heard something land on the balcony. I wasn't out on the balcony yet. Yeah, that's what happened. I heard something land on the balcony. Yeah. It sounded like somebody jumped on it from the roof onto the balcony. And I, like, peeked out there. I saw nothing. So then I opened it up, and I looked outside, and then I, it sounded like something jumped off of something. Like, you could hear the... Like, you know, you yeah. hear that noise? Yeah. And it sounded like something landed in the gravel part of our driveway. Oh, I could God. hear boots go... Oh, and that's what he and was then wearing. I heard... I heard and I heard it at the other end of the yard in the other gravel patch. See, that's what dad It sounded like, like something jumped from this end of our driveway, like a, the block away on the other side. And I heard it. It sounded like he jumped across right, the entire right. yard. Well, that's what dad and said. And I was like, I literally just went back inside. I couldn't even handle it. I was like, what just happened? Like, what What do I do? You know what I mean? I they, was terrified. They're, they're, they're real, it's real typical for them to be on roofs. Yeah. And they jump from one roof to... But dad said he hears... He's twice now or three times he's heard something... On the roof of the garage, which our roof, our garage has two floors. Yeah. So if you're hearing something on the roof and you're on the it's first floor, you're hearing something. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he said that he felt, he heard something really heavy. Yeah. And all of a sudden he just felt the vibration of it lift off and go to yeah. like, you know, like a jump that would be, I don't know how many hundred feet yeah. across to Karen and Ivor's house, but it was a lot. Well, I was, I, I remember that that night though, that you won't let me take out the garbage. I went on the balcony and I screamed at it i said this is ridiculous you should yeah. not be allowed here i was like i was talking about jesus i was like in jesus name like you need to leave you need to leave this family alone and i started like imagine like a did you around the house and ever since then it calmed down it was really weird yeah well we don't we i, I mean on i i, I so feel mad. that in my opinion you know whether you're a believer or non-believer if you you have got to learn to invoke the name of the lord in order to pre protect yourself from these yeah. creatures yeah no i, rem I remember you have to. um we were in uh, paul's grandmother's house after she had passed away and we, we were in her house painting yeah and something had tried to follow me home from her house and i think it was her mom but it was like a demented version of her mom and she was really mad Demon. that i was in her house because i was yeah. like changing it and i'm not a part of the family yeah because she would sit there and i actually had to lock myself in the room i was painting because she would sit there in the doorway and stare at me and i felt it and she was like really like like really old yeah. and like creepy and sounds shit. like a demon and i was like and she was just sit there and i actually it was really weird that what soothed me is i used to put ghost adventures on that's what soothed me yeah and because I was, like, hearing about ghosts and I was, like, experiencing it. And she would... I had to lock myself in the room because I couldn't stand the door being open because yeah. I was... I couldn't handle it. I feel that and demons... She followed, I, had to, I had to go home. And before I left my car into the my house, I told her, you're not welcome here. You need to wow. leave. And I felt it, like, the presence just... Leave, like, yeah. And I was like, cool. I feel sometimes you when that... You have to talk to Jesus, though. Oh, you me. do. But my sister, when my... When that demon visited me, and I thought it was my sister. Yeah. And then the next day, <clears throat> I heard God tell me that wasn't your sister, Tracy. That was the demon that was inside of her. I feel that there's times that we leave the demons that were either with us... Yeah. attached to us, followed us, were inside of us. Yeah. When we pass and we die, what you're seeing is the that's the demon yeah. that's left. Yeah. And you. you think it's 
the person. I don't think. But they, they take on the form of what it looks like his mother, but yeah. it was actually the demon that inhabited even around her. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be necessarily inside of somebody, yeah. but it could be. I think we all have demons attached to us to some degree. Sure. But I don't feel like personally. I do not feel. This is my personal beliefs, and I think it might stem from a lot from the Bible. I don't think that there's just a human soul wandering around. No, I, I don't either. When you die, you die. You're you, gone. You go somewhere, right? I feel like everything that we experience, like yeah. when you're in your house and you really experience things, or you hear things. You yeah. really think that that's like a little kid running around? No, I think, I think it's, it's a demon. You feel like it feels like there's a twinge wrong, yeah. even though it might feel innocent. And it might feel no. Like it's a trick. Little things. It's a trick. It's it's to draw you away. Like right. it's supposed to. It's supposed it's to, make to gain it look sympathy. Endear- yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be endeared by it. Like that's all they're doing. That's their whole job. Yeah. Especially the, children. Like, especially yeah. children. It's just like when you guys know. saw that little boy that one night. I talked about that, that too. That threw me but off. But that if they see it, if somebody sees a child, they're like, "Well, you can't get it. You can't kick a child out of the house." Yes, you, can. you know, you're going to keep, you know, but that's yes, what it's trying to appeal to our, our, you know, maternal, paternal instincts and yeah, they trick us. And that's why but when you, you see know, those little kids, don't they look scary as ever? Well, the black eyed children do. Have you ever heard about the black eyed no, children? Talk about it. Oh, those are I awful. I walk out the truck by myself. No, that's true. <laughs> Leave me I alone. can walk you out. No, I, then you got to walk by yourself and I'm not, no. I'm used to it. I'm no. protected too, honey. No, I know, but. I just, I talk to God a lot. I talk to him every single time I travel or do anything because I know that there's... Yeah, you that, have to. There's things there. Always ask for forgiveness, too. Like, the one thing that we have to remember is that we're, we're constantly in a state of, you know, trying to not sin or just yeah. sin. And you have to, you know, try to always, before you pray, always try to make sure that you ask for forgiveness before mm-hmm. you ask for anything. Because you have to kind of clear the slate with God. Because I feel that sin... It, it keeps a veil there. It keeps a, if you're living in sin and you're doing something, you know, that isn't clean in God's eyes, he, it, it could create a block where he doesn't really respond to your prayer well, as much, you know? he just showed me something very uh, crucial that I need to not think that everybody means bad ill. Because I have a uh, problem with that. I think that yeah. everybody is just, not everybody, let me correct myself. I think that when people start to get, Closest to me, yeah. I think that they're immediately just not a great person. Yeah. No, and it's like it's like it's like it's not that they're not. That I just think that they're not like they're not their intentions aren't fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I just got I got told that you don't trust. I know not very well. You're not a good trusting person. No. I mean, you're a good person, but you're not yeah. a, you're good, good at trusting person. person. Yeah, you're not a good <laughs> trusting person, Chandler. No, but I, I I was told that you need to you know not always think. Not always look for the negative stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. you need to take it. It's hard it, not to. Take it with a grain of salt. You know, take everything by day by day, minute by minute. Just, yeah. you know, take people how they're portraying to you. Don't, like, walk away from them and then start, like, analyzing yeah. them crazily, you know. But, yeah, I, I always ask him to show me things that I'm doing wrong. He will. You know? If you ask, he'll show. Like, hey. It says, seek and ye shall find in the Bible. Yeah. You will you'll find what you're looking for if you if you're really searching for it yeah. and your heart is genuinely in it and your mind is you know you're going to find it it just yeah. it takes time and like I said some people you know I mean we don't even know like we don't really truly know you know what's going on and what what's out there and what afterlife is and you know it's yeah. it's important not to try to judge too harshly you know just try to let people you know and you know if they ask you tell them what you feel or what you believe but it doesn't mean they have to agree with you you know so you just do the best you can with people, but I know it's hard to trust them, you know. But yeah, honestly, yeah. It's hard to, I guess like I don't know, it's hard to 
Yeah, trust is. Yeah. I'm trying to get Chandler to tell you guys. I want. Um, she's got some stories. Paul's got a story about a Christmas story. Don't tell me what it is yet. Oh, it's so good. And, it's uh, so short, but you'll just sit there and you'll just don't understand. Yeah, what's she's going taunting on. us now. Yeah. But, um, she's got some other stories. There's one about she saw a little person. Um, I did oh. tell them about the rake we saw the one night when we were together. I talked about that. Remember when we were driving and that white figure, the white skeletal being crossed the road in front of the car when I was taking you down to your house? And you and I went, what was that? And Paul was like, what? And he was in the back seat? You don't remember? Wow, that's really... I'm. It's like so vague yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna refresh I your memory i remember you telling me what was and no, i remember you saw it. it no you i saw remember it. seeing the flash yeah you know what's really <clears throat> what same thing happened to me the one night i was taking justin home to his apartment um i was driving and all of a sudden it looked like this it looked like you know the dementors from harry potter yeah it looked like that but gray <coughs> and it looked like that but gray and brown and you could see right through it and it went in front of the car and it danced, and then it oh, went. Chandler. It went down into the river. You Chandler's a Chandler's a, a she's a very strong sensitive. She's literally it almost like psychic. Yeah, it's this, I'm the same I way. Can't even, I don't we can't, have so many I encounters between the two of us. It's unreal. I don't open up at all. Yeah, I keep I myself so close. So up, do I. It's insane. Imagine if we opened up. I. That's what scares me. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to because I feel like my my little camper would be loaded with stuff oh, I don't awful. want to be loaded with. I'm. I can't even be alone because as soon as I'm in the house alone, I get crowded by everything. That, I get I, just I crowded. That room over there. Yeah, I know. That room is kind of. That room's horrible. Mm-hmm. It needs a door. It really do, it does. I'm gonna be staying in my car down by your camper. It's okay. <laughs> you, just go watch out. I'll for just that. pull in my own little camper. And be like Taylor, just hook me watch up. Watch out for the rotting smell out there. You know that story? No, just tell me next time we Do see you each other. Oh, I no. didn't tell you. No, that. you didn't tell me. Don't tell me now. She has guys. What? I'm telling you, she has a lot of stories. I mean, she she this, this is, kid this has been dating. psychic since she was a kid. I remember her standing and like, oh my god, you, guys. There's like, I I swear there must be like 50 stories you have this Do of stuff. Do you know? Remember Jonesy? Paul Jonesy, said that, that name familiar. to me the other day. My protector that used Jonesy. To, that's right. That used to sit in the rocking you chair. Him Jonesy, yeah. He used to sit in the walk, rocking chair and watch over me because of the crazy like demons in the house. Yeah. Paul. That was a little old man that sat in a rocker no, that he she wasn't saw. Old. Oh, I thought he was he old. Was like he was like thirty years old, and oh. I never saw his face, but his eyes glowed, and he was always dressed oh, in. God. He was always dressed in really, really, really baggy. Like he had like that brown cloth heavy gloves heavy jacket yeah. heavy boots and you couldn't see any like feature about him but you could know i knew he was a guy oh my gosh and yeah. i named i remember I, know he was younger. I woke up in the middle of the night and he was in my rocking chair and the rocking chair was like slightly rocking and i looked over at him and i said hey jonesy and i went back to sleep and he was just like he just sat you there you just knew his name he just was so nice to how me. old were you i was nine Okay. And then he started to go away when I was like 13. Older. Yeah. yeah. He started to go away when I was What, co- what how, you said his eyes glowed red, white? No, uh, like yellow, like yellow, white. Oh, that's good. But it okay. was like, it was like really dull. That sounds like a more protective It wasn't spirit. like, it wasn't like, you. it wasn't like, bing, it was yeah. like dull and. It's the red and, eyes you got to worry about. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I don't red and black, stuff like that. You know, I would really be a little weird. Concerned. When I was a kid, I saw Mr. Plankenhorn in the living room and Reading he the had red eyes. No, he did. He had red eyes. He wasn't. He wasn't nice yet. It was not Mr. Plankenhorn. 
He was reading. He was reading the red oh, book no. with a cigarette in his hand, but he had red eyes underneath his glasses, or black. They were wait. They were black and red. It was black, and they were outlined with red. That's what they looked oh, like. My God. And he looked up at me, and I saw his wife in the same like ten seconds. And she flipped her dress, and then like I saw the shadow man. It was like all this stuff happened to me in like like five minutes. You were like this ever since you were like three. It's, you started. It started for, with you when you were about three, and I was like that from the time I can remember being like three to four, five years old. I was. And I, I didn't was a play with Ouija too. boards. I didn't do nope. anything like that. Did I, I. Just, I. I was born. <laughs> no, I was saying. Well, I think you and get it from me. Happened. I think you get it from me and. <clears throat> your dad's a little bit like that too. So yeah. I think between the two of us, you got a double dose of, you know, both your parents. Sorry, I'm coughing. I'm just, <coughs> my throat got so dry. Um, okay. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to have yeah. her on hopefully next week. I keep bugging her and she's very, been very busy. No, was, I was, I was offering up to tomorrow. Yeah, or, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. I, have a, I don't want to spoil you guys with too many episodes in one week. You might like fall off your chair if I actually you know, put something up twice in a week, it might actually shock you. So, <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for yeah, shocking no, my, my listeners. I, there's so much stuff. I guess I guess tell them about the time I went to um, your parents, me and Bob Bob's house. Yeah, I did tell them about that, yeah. Over the big the room. room, yeah. But I want your, I want them to know all the stories from your perspective because oh. you've got so much more detail than I do. Oh, Because you saw it. Yeah. You know, you saw it, I didn't, so. It was weird. <coughs> I was just a little, like, door of information yeah. from all these, like, guys. And then as I got older, You're actually, so after cute. when we moved into here, I realized how dangerous things can get. Yeah. So then that's well, this I, was. That's when I closed everything off. This was threatening really here. This was when we moved in. It was, it like. Was aggressive. It was a very, um, it was an adjustment period to, for people that are empaths and psychic yeah. ability type people, like it was, too much. it was hard for us at first. And there was all of us. There was Tressa, who who is yeah. you, me, Dad. Nobody all, went outside by themselves right. for like the first year. Even Rob. Rob was also very oh, yeah. He was like, very sensitive. Nope. So we were we had an interesting time moving in here, but it, it has quieted down tremendously. tremendously. There are still there's still activity, yeah. But it's almost like we've all kind of like acclimated to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that things aren't going to come in and out either, because I feel that, you know, these spirits and entities still, they, there's there's bad and good ones that come in and out of your life, you know? You got to remind me all this stuff. I know, I will. We'll have to you write it all down. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut this off tonight, because I have to say goodbye to her. She's going to be leaving here soon, guys, and I hope you enjoyed this. I um, But I wanted you to hear about this Ricketts Glen story, because it just kind of blew my mind after yeah. Tressa just called me and told me about her friend Lily having that experience last week, <coughs> which is on my last um, last week or a couple days ago, that episode. So if you want to hear about that one, it's on there. You guys have a good night. Take care.